Blog Talk Radio. Intelligent, controversial, groundbreaking. The great liberators are coming. Hosts Amiri Brown and Kenya White take on all topics intrinsic to the black experience. No topic is too cold or too hot. Now, here are the great liberators, Amiri Brown and Kenya. Matrix is a system, Neil. That system is our enemy. When you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Where's my money, Dad? I left it in there. What? How could you do that, Dad? It was my money. That's bad money. I don't want you to have that money. Dad, I earned that money. I said I want you to stay away from him. Dad, please listen to me. I said you stay away from him. Dad, listen to me. Did you hear what I said? You stay away from him. She was right. The walking man is a... He's a sucker, Dad. He's a sucker. He's wrong. It don't take much strength to pull a trigger, but try and get up every morning, day after day, and work for a living. Let's see him try that. Then we'll see who's the real tough guy. The working man is a tough guy. Your father's a tough guy. Everybody loves him. Just like everybody loves you on the bus. It's the no. same thing. No, it's not the same. People don't love him. They fear him. There's a difference. Can't you the same thing? You, you, you will when you get older.
right. Uh, what's up? How's everybody doing tonight? This is the Great Liberators Radio Show. Um. Tonight we're going to be discussing um, the Hebrew-Israelite community exposed a lot of the the rampant misandry and um, I'm sorry, not misandry, misogyny that's uh, that's that that's prevalent in that community. Um, a lot of the exploitation and devaluation of of women. Um, it's something that that's you know predicated uh, on quote-unquote biblical principles, this idea of the of the man being the inherent um, the inherent leader, regardless of his his competency level, um, his leadership skills, and you know and um, and what he brings to the table, excuse me, and in regards to that, um, I'm having a bit of a uh, some technical difficulties. That's why I'm trying to gather my thoughts because I'm dealing with, with an audio issue. Um, I'm going to be joined tonight by uh, by my co-host. I have two new co-hosts, two, two sisters, two beautiful sisters, uh, Nikki and Vine Shea, sister, sister cousins from around the way. I'm going to be bringing them in um, very briefly. Uh, I'm going to be joined also by my brother, Chaos Rain. And I'm actually going to be joined by uh, a sister, a good friend of mine. We've been friends for quite some time. Um, Nita Israel. Um, she's been immersed within the Hebrew Israelite coach, and she's just going to talk about some of her experiences um, with that. Uh, the number for tonight to call in is 516-418-5457. That's 516-418-5457. All right, I'm going to uh, bring my other co-host in. Cass, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, how you how you doing uh, this evening, brother? Um, good, okay, let me good. bring in the other two co-hosts. Vine Shea, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You, you sound good. Um, and I'm assuming this is Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Yes. Nita. Hey, how y'all doing? Oh, this is Nita. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, how you doing, Nita? I was looking for Nikki. Um. Yeah, that's 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 uh my sister Nita. She she's been deeply immersed in the the Hebrew Israelite culture. She's gonna speak to, you know, speak about some of her experiences, you know, dealing with these um, you know, with these clowns. I go hard on them on uh on Facebook because I understand what you have is you have a lot of brothers, who uh, you know, in my opinion, um, are problematic because they haven't haven't really lived up to to the ideals of of manhood. And, and and I think they latch on to this Hebrew Israelite culture, which which is, in a lot of ways, a, a rearward facing culture, um, because they believe in the subjugation of women. Um, they believe in women as being a lower social class, um, and there's a lot of exploitation that goes on. And just personally dealing with it myself, because I, I you know I started out as a Hebrew Israelite. It's something that I've since defected away from. Although I, I still do have some Hebrew Israelite sensibilities, but it's been times where I've had sisters call me 
Um, and, you know, it would be a situation where they call themselves doing the polygyny thing. And so, you know, they've been, you know, told to come down by this brother. And then when they get there, he, he wants her to engage in all types of uh, debauchery, uh, you know, threesomes, things mm-hmm. of that nature. And then when she doesn't want to do it, then he wants to put out on the street. And I've had to help sisters out out of out of those types of um, those situations. And, and see, men who operate this way uh, should be called out with extreme prejudice because what they do, they create – a climate that that harms all black men because what happens we 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 tend to pathologize this type of behavior and say this is what black men are and that's why you see mm-hmm. you go in on these types of individuals these types of men with reckless abandon um now there's a you know the hebrew israelite community is it's is not a monolith they're very diverse you have the polygyny sex you have the sex that are more along traditional uh christianity um, like the Gathering of Christ Church. Um, then you have the more extreme factions like ISUPK or uh, GMS. In my opinion, I think GMS is the most reprehensible um, because I know like their elders, they they teach this rape doctrine. They teach this idea of girls becoming um, women after they've had their menstruation, so it's whatever age it happens, they think they're a, one, a woman. You see, like this this type of uh, idiocy, and so this is why I, I go in with reckless abandon. Um, let me get some of y'all opening thoughts on it because I got to try and get my audio issue fixed. I'm a, I'm gonna mute myself. Um, Chaos, you started off, and then uh, Vine say, and then and then Nita, you can start just giving some of your um, experiences dealing with them. Well, you know, the Hebrew Israelites, like any club or organization, even and especially them, the ISP, what do you call it, ISPK, also that been in existence now since 69. And it's ironic these organizations started to come into play around the same time one of the last preachers that got killed back in 68, and a whole new group of fashions were created. And if y'all remember, in that same year, that's when the LGBTQ actually start coming into fruition and existence, you know. So a lot of things have been played around that same year. So to see them now, you know, as an organization and what they have shown, either they've shown any tangible good works or, you know, wherever they, they follow this book has been very much problematic and detrimental. And the problem with any organization, people should be checked. And this is why I always question, how organized are these group of men? You can't ask somebody call or find a label of a Hebrew or Israelite, and they engage in debauchery, lewd behavior, trying to manipulate women, which they do. And at the end, they cause more harm to the community than good. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to let y'all ladies talk for a bit. I'm going to say Um, well, um, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You can go. Um, um, as uh, the brother stated that, my name is Vita, and I've been in this Hebrew community for a couple of years now. And one thing that I noticed is that with a lot of these, uh, specifically the camps slash schools slash cults, they attract a lot of broken women. And when I say broken, I mean they are at a disadvantaged place in life, you know, they are mentally disadvantaged, physically, emotionally, financially. And you have these men who 
these types of women are easy to pick up on. They are easy prey for these men. And how they'll do it is really starting off as, well, let me teach you the scriptures, right? So then, you know, you start studying with this man, and then you'll get close to him, and then you'll start to have feelings for him. Like, this is literally, I just, I was in a one of these camps. I'm not going to say the name uh, due to backlash, and I don't need anything playing out on Facebook, but this is what they do. You come in, they set you up with a man to counsel you. Eventually, you'll have feelings for him, and then they'll say, okay, well, now you should marry this man, and set is marriage, not even, he's not taking you down to the courthouse. These people don't even meet your parents or your real family. They have no idea who they are. They just want to have sex with you and now say, well, now you're my wife because it all goes back to the money. A lot of these men are after their women for their money. Um, I Like I said, I, I just left one of these organizations, and the things that I've seen about how the women are treated, it's, it's disgusting. And I feel bad because as a woman, I wish it was uh, like kind of a network where women can depend on other women and be encouraging and, and to, you know, help each other out, but it's not there. So you have people leaning on these men, and then you have them creating children. Like this isn't, you know, just some temporary spiritual journey these people are on. They're creating children in the process. So these are lifelong ties that they are having with these temporary people. And, you know, like Amiri said, you know, I've heard stories of, of sisters where a brother, you, you meet this guy through Facebook, y'all talk for a little bit, he tell you come move with me, and then when you get there and he got you living on a chicken farm with no plumbing, <laughs> seriously, no food, no nothing, no no cell phone service, and you all the way on the outskirts. It, it's really bad, the types of situations that these women are getting into. Even I know recently in IUIC, there was a woman named Joyce Morgan. Um, she was murdered this year by one of these Hebrew Israelites, and they covered it up. They still are trying to disassociate themselves from the actual person who committed the crime. But these are the things that are happening. The women are in danger dealing with these men. So, I'm sorry. I know that was a mouthful. <laughs> uh, um, hold on. I want to. I want to. I want to piggyback off of that right quick, and then I'm gonna let you go, uh, Vanshi, because I, I actually was gonna, you know, talk about the Joy Morgan case, and and okay. this is why I, I I go in on these guys. Um. Yeah, yeah, y'all can hear me. Yeah. Okay. Um, we we like to you know say things like well with with as, absolute power corrupts absolutely, and then we don't apply that to to the way you know we as men tend to want to operate with sisters. Um, we want to have this you know this absolute power and control over over women, and then we want to act surprised and befuddled. When sisters exhibit this, uh, you know, this ambivalence to that, and it's rational for sisters to have this hesitance and ambivalence to this type of uh, totalitarian power, because when they are in a subjugated state to to these men, they end up getting harmed. 
see there's a there's a line and a continuum of this of this type of behavior that when men have unilateral absolute power, women are harmed. Now, is it all men or is it all of these Hebrew Israelites? No, but it's enough of them. It's enough. And see, and that's something I always talk about. In order for a pathology to exist and function, you don't need a majority of a population uh, participating in it. You only need a plurality of a, of a, a population participating in it. So it's not all, but it's enough. It's enough that that sister's hesitance and ambivalence is rational and rooted in reality. See, and what you have is you have these niggas who mm. from butt crack. Uh, Arkansas, the nigga ain't been out of his town, but he want to tell you about Eastern culture. You see what I'm saying? And, and talk, and then like they'll say things like, "Well, sisters wouldn't make it in the East, nigga. You wouldn't either. You see what I'm saying? The way you operating and the way you getting down, you wouldn't make it over there either. You see? So they, so what they do is they use this 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 Bible, this Hebrew Israelite um, religion, to. Uh, manipulate sisters. See, because the, the fact of the matter is this, is that so many sisters are so inert for real male leadership and guidance that they'll acquiesce to any to any type, to any uh, manifestation of what they perceive as male leadership and guidance. See, the same social forces that cause sisters to get in these relationships with these Hebrew-Israelite buffoons, it's the same social forces that cause sisters to get involved with thugs, drug dealers, and killers. It's the, mm-hmm. same, it's, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same social forces playing themselves out. See? And, and then what we want to do as, as when men, we want to automatically make it a, a genderized issue. But it, for me, it's not about gender. It's about what's right. It's about what's right. See, I spoke about that um, a few days ago, how we bought into this idea of identity politics, where we base our politics, our sense of what's right and wrong, off of identity, instead of it being off of what's right and wrong. See? Um, Vance, say, go ahead and, and, and give your thoughts on it. Uh, if I may interject, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. I have a lot to say about this stuff. Go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, you know what? I don't have much to, uh, to say at this moment. But um, I ha- I had a very brief encounter with a gentleman about a year ago that had he had basically introduced me to um, Hebrew Israelite culture, and. He started off cool at first, which, you know, most people normally do. And then as I got to talking to him and just letting him talk, um, he kind of put me in the mind of like a mentally ill Christian. Um, So, therefore, uh, I'm not a religious person at all. I don't attach to any denomination of religion. So it's hard for people and men mostly to um, basically grab me with their words because, you know, I'm not a Christian. So, you know, a man meeting me and saying things like, oh, you know, I'm looking for a God-fearing woman. You know, most women, when they hear that, that are Christians, you know, that makes them tune right in. Uh, you know, that does nothing for me. So when I heard this gentleman talking about the Hebrew-Israelite culture and what he thinks and how he feels, and I just sat back and listened, I immediately, mm-hmm. you know, ended that 
uh, situation because, you know, I most definitely uh, didn't agree with him and I was not going to get entangled with someone who thinks like that. And then that made me want to go do a little bit of research and see, like, how big is this? You know, like, is this a thing now? Like, and I realized that it really is a thing and it kind of just, you know, put me, it left a nasty taste in my mouth. So, um, you know, I didn't. I didn't move forward with trying to uh, figure out anything, but what I did see, I did not like. Um, but I always try to keep, you know, my ears uh, open as to what's going on because just because I might not be experiencing it, you know, doesn't mean that other people aren't experiencing and having um, or forming and developing their own opinion about um, these people that label themselves mm-hmm. Hebrew Israelites. So. That's all I have um, to say about that. I want to add that uh, the brother brought up how what attracts uh, women to these types of men. You know, it's the same thing that attracts us to, like mm-hmm. you said, the drug dealer, the nigga playing PlayStation all day. And I think with a lot of women, and I can admit this about myself because I wasn't as strong as I am now. And when I first started mm-hmm. this journey, I wanted to belong to something. And I thought mm. that that these men exhibited some type of masculinity, but it's really mm. like toxic masculinity. Um, right. They'll tell you that, you know, it's righteous for a man to rule over you, but they don't want to provide you the basic necessities of life. These men mm. cannot have, and not, and not all of them, we got some of them that are doing well, okay, but a lot of them, it's the flip side. Like, they're looking for a woman who has everything so you can support mm-hmm. him while he's so-called doing the work of the Lord. The work of the Lord is traveling all over the country, yelling at the white people on the corner through the megaphone. They are looking for women who are going to support that. And in the in the organization that I was a part of, you know, polygamy is a huge thing there. And it never, mm-hmm. ever set well with me. And I did court a guy in this in in this organization, but I didn't end up marrying him because it was I wasn't I wasn't dumb enough. You literally have right. to be dumb to move forward with these people. And <laughs> you'll have some of these brothers. They will have four or five wives. I mean, and can't even buy them a cheeseburger from McDonald's. All of the wives are giving them the money. So if you're a man. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to work. Being a Hebrew is the best thing. All you have to do is know a little bit of scriptures and speak with authority and get four or five women who, huh? Bum ass niggas. Give all my he not even cost me not one thing. Not even paying that simple bill. Right. (laughs) And they are living off of their. A lot of them are living off of the women, and it's more so well. like I actually you know to them, I said, "Well, why don't you all hold black men accountable?" And they said, "Oh, because society breaks black men down every day, and we in this society we are under the black woman, so we're not going to, you know, no chump. Openly, You're, hold publicly on. attack." Go ahead. Hey, Mary, wait, 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 wait. Uh, does that sound familiar? Does that sound like the guy knocks? Yeah. That pills. Yeah, that, yeah, this, yeah, this, 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 this is very familiar. You see. <laughs> Uh, hold on. Let, let, let's 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 make it clear. In this society, there's a certain segment of black male that's that's under black women. You see what I'm saying? There's a certain there's a certain this is a certain type of black male. But generally right. speaking, black men are uh, black men are not 
uh, under black women. See, this is a this is Correct. see when they when they say those things, they they speak from their inferiority complex. That's a inferiority Correct. complex that you have that makes you feel mm-hmm. like you're under the black woman. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and what you just said when they when they make those types of statements, all I hear is baby is is a, is, a, is a crying baby. See, and and, and right. Dr. Wilson in her in in the ISIS papers. She talks about this, and she has a term for it, and the term for it is hiding out in the vagina, and that's what a lot of these mm-hmm. fucking chumps want to do. They want to hide out mm-hmm. in the black woman's vagina and then use her as a proxy where she's fulfilling fulfilling the dominant role. Mm-hmm. Then they want to turn around and lord over and lord over the black woman. See, it's easier to punch down than it is to punch up with the competing male mm-hmm. group. See, the paradigm we're in is a male centered. And androcentric paradigm. So mm-hmm. the so the the warfare is going to be is going to be levied against the men. So there are ways that black men are systematically disadvantaged. But I expect it to be that way. It's supposed right. to be that way because right. the dominant group is is the male, and I'm their competition. So that doesn't mean I go mm-hmm. I go hiding up in my in my woman's vagina. What that means is right. I get my weight up and I compete. And that's what a lot of these brothers right. don't compete. And see, you have to think of the of the psychology of many of these brothers who want to sit on them goddamn corners, run, yelling, screaming, and howling at the top of their fucking lungs, looking like a buffoon. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then thinking that Jesus is going to come save them, thinking that a white man <laughs> is going to come and save them from the white man. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I'm being a bit mm-hmm. hyperbolic with when I talk about the Jesus aspect, but just think right. of the psychology. Like, right. think about that. You see what I mean? And 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 this is this is this is and then everybody. See, I get I often get misunderstood, especially like on, on Facebook, because. I already everything you're saying, I could already glean that just from the disposition of that's why I left just from the disposition. Like just from the things that right. I said and what and, and we expect black women to put themselves in a in a in a prostrating position because of the reality of what of what we have to face as black men, as if black women don't have to face similar challenges. They have to face right. similar challenges too. I expect it to be harder on you because you're the male. So you're you can right. take it. See, and I don't want to hear that, man. These sisters that are a part of these organizations, they do not know love. They 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 couldn't have experienced love from their father, you know, a a Mm -hmm. close role male model, because the desperation that is running rampant. The fact that you could say, "I'll be your wife number five, and you don't got to pay for nothing. I just want to be called by your name." You don't love yourself. Mm. And the reason why I kind of, you know, I left is because it, 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 it doesn't, it, when your spirit doesn't fit with, okay, you want to rule over me, but, but you don't have anything to bring to the table. You, 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 you're almost 40, you're living at home with your parents, you have horrible mm. credit, you, you, you're bringing nothing of value to the table, but you want my whole check? And I right. got to pay 10%? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, my question is because um, you did touch on 
um, about women um, apparently looking for leadership. Um, yes. I've never, and I guess I don't understand because I know I'm a minority in what I'm about to say, but I this and and I feel like it ties into this whole submission mm-hmm. narrative being beaten. Submission um, is your strength. That's what they'll yeah. tell you. And so um, I, I I don't agree with submission. And let's start there. I don't agree with it. I I don't think that in order for you to have a healthy relationship with a man that. Um, you have to do that. However, I do that. Do think that you two obviously need to have a mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. But this whole submission thing, um, because when you really actually, you know, look at the true definition of submit, it means to, you know, basically relinquish your power to a superior person or force or thing. And it's like, okay, well, I guess that goes that would go with your line of thinking because myself i from my life experiences i've never really met a man that was smarter than me and me neither and and (laughs) so i feel like in order for me to get into a relationship with you like if most men who i meet they don't even have themselves together they have Mm -hmm. you know 50 million kids and 50 million kids moms That means you can't, obviously, you can't control yourself sexually. Uh, You don't have a driver's license. I don't know how it is Mm -hmm. where you guys live at, the states that you live at, but I live in Indiana. And Indiana has a high rate of men having suspended driver's licenses. They don't have cars. They're living with their mom or their sister or they're jumping from house to house and vagina to vagina living with different Mm -hmm. women. Yeah, in my own family with a lot of the males in my family, they just live wherever they can live. Um, they do street stuff, but it's not really anything for them to sustain, um, you know, a household. Uh, it is just basically like they're doing it to, just so they can have pocket change to me. That's what it looks mm-hmm. like. Nobody's ever really, the men, they aren't really taking care of themselves. Most of them are living off of women and expecting for women to hold them down or hold them up or help me do this and help me do that. And so I I guess I never understood the whole submission thing just because you have a dick and balls because it's like, well, if I can Mm -hmm. clearly I'm doing better than you in life, that clearly means that I make better decisions and I have better self-control, whether it's self-control, financial control, or whatever. But what what do I need to listen to you for? And we are all grown. So I'm confused of all of these grown women always running around talking about submitting to a man and and him leading them. It's like, well... We're we're grown now, so where are they leading you to, and why do you feel that you need um, to meet a man? I'll tell you what they're leading and, to. And then let him start well, telling let me, you let me what life for what I, what is that about? It really bothers me. It's, know, it's, just, it's, I, it's, it's brainwashing, and you got to understand it takes because when you first join these organizations, you have your doubts. But after they work on you for so many months or years, they will brainwash you into thinking, I'm a black woman, so I can go and get me a, I can go become the manager at McDonald's tomorrow if I wanted to. It's going to be harder for a black man to do that. So let me do my part and help out my brother because I can make it easier in this, in this hell than he can. 
That's how. But then they still want to be the man. At the, I could be on welfare section eight right now, getting housing vouchers, and that mm-hmm. nigga will walk through the door and tell me he the head of the house, but mm-hmm. his name ain't on shed. So I think submission comes from, and I and, and submission for me, I can even take this beyond my Hebrew Israelite experience. I believe submission. Where they go wrong is they think that submission is, is you know, kissing ass. When I really feel like, like you said, it's a mutual respect that you have for each other. Because just like I'm going to submit to my husband, he's going to submit to me. But they make submission, what's that word, subjugation? Oh, oh, they make it oh, servitude. Oh, 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 and nothing more. If you ask him, he won't grant you no time. It's always about the man. Submitting just on him. On him alone. Yes. They make it it's up, it's up where down. you are in servitude to them. And then you have these women, or or the, this is how the brainwashing might go. It might be, They might say something like, y'all, don't, y'all have a problem with multiple wives, but you don't mind being a side chick. Because at one point, I'm like, oh, wow, that makes sense. You know, or, or your man has mm. always cheated on you, so what's your problem with multiple wives? Now, when we get into the multiple wives, because we are living in 2019, we're not talking about multiple health insurance plans. These people don't have insurance. They don't have jobs. They're not mm-hmm. married women on paper. At least if you marry me on paper, I could put you on my insurance. They're not signing birth certificates, nothing. They will tell you if your woman don't act right, go get you another one. And just keep mm-hmm. adding more and more that's, and more of them on. But it's like this, like I said before, this was expected. I never did a show on this, and maybe down the line I will, that's saying the consequences of being dominant under our Western influence, that what has happened is living around these rich people that control our destiny. Mm-hmm. What they do now is they only do to the black nation is they apply pressure. Because they already got your mind ready. So now what you've seen is applying pressure on both the sexes. One, they know, say, you know, most of that were highly married, every other race of people. They said, what we're going to do, we're going to try to break that up and see where they stand. And for the first 15 years of that, they already see what was developed and created out of that. So what they do, they just apply more pressure more. To the point now we've seen, like, over 40 or close to 50 years, the environment we see today as a race of people. Right. Where now you don't see none of the men have very little ambition to fight back. And not only self-improve, but to really create that that um, environment for our women. It's gone. And it's gone solely because now a lot of these males that's coming up have been babyized. They've been, um, what do they call it, child, um, what do they call it, um, pampered like a female for too long. That's why when I see... When yeah, I they've, been, they've, they've been... Yeah, it's like the creation, even when, um, you know, Mary, when... I was listening and following this same thing with the, you know, these pills and make town. And I don't like talking about it, but it's got to be Yeah, point. but they've been coddled. And, and, and every yeah, and yeah. when it, you, it talk, when you mention that they've been coddled, they want to act like they don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, exactly, ladies, I don't know if you heard about You know this. exactly what I'm talking about. Huh? Yeah. If, if you, oh, oh, I was saying this, Mary. If you think about ladies, mm. they have said this, that, that women are going to come back to this table to these men. And say, what are you going to offer some of these men? And I think I say, what offer what? We're not in any position to be offering each other anything. I'm saying to talk about, like, now you want the moon to come back to you. I mean, I just don't understand the, their psychology. You understand, Mary? 
Mm-hmm. Right, where, 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 look, because, because for, for some women, I don't know where to get to thinking. But go ahead. Sorry. Right. Um. Well, let me just give the call in number. The call in number is five one six four one eight five four five seven. We got a, we got a few listeners. If you if you wanna, you know, have a comment or a question, want to add to the discussion. Um, press one and I'll, I'll bring you on. But I, I did want to address something that Vonshay was talking about, and this is idea of submission. And, and I understand where she's um, where she's coming from, and this is something that I've talked about before. See what happens? We get these we get these terms conflated and confused because many times we're we're applying um, white we're using uh, whiteness as the barometer or the the metric for these terms and what they mean the functionality of them, what they look like. Um, see, what a lot of brothers want when they talk about submission, what they really want is they want subjection and subjugation. Submission is, is, is a voluntary act. It's not through force. It's not through coercion. It's it's voluntary. The person chooses to yield to the superior superior authority. Now, what I want to talk about with that, because she mentioned that, I think what we do sometimes is we think of uh, submission as being being weak because we're submitting to the the person's superior authority over us. When in actually what it when actually what we're submitting to is that that person's superior authority over their other peers. See, when you're dealing with a man, it should it should be something about that man that gives authority with you. So if you're dealing with a guy. That guy has certain authority that I don't have, so he can he can call you at four in the morning. I can't call you at four in the morning. You see what I'm saying? And it's the same thing right. with brothers. See, we 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 put submission in a feminine context when the fact is is that men submit too. We all we all submit. Submission is not a, a unidirectional or one dimensional thing. It's a multi dimensional aspect of human behavior, of human nature, and of uh, societal norms and the way we operate and function within the larger society. But that's not how these guys mean it. They mean it in a very self-deprecating way for women. Um, they they want it to be systemized and institutional. This is why what Chaos was referencing, where they want to have control over the resources so then they can uh, jerry-rig sisters into a prostrating position where because they have all the resources, they can then use the use their control over the resources to get acquiescence mm-hmm. out of the sisters sexually, number one, uh, emotionally, and mm-hmm. psychologically, and that is a form of rape. That is that is coercive rape. That's what you're really advocating for. What you're advocating for is institutionalized rape. And the reason why you're advocating for institutionalized rape, without understanding that that's what you're advocating for, is because you're using the dominant Western culture. Of that mm-hmm. white men uh, engage in, you're using that as your metric. That's why. When the fact is, is that submission is a voluntary act. You see what I'm saying? You don't want to have to. You don't want a woman dealing with you because you feel like she doesn't have any choice. Who wants that? You see what I'm saying? But that's the way a lot of these guys mean it. And then what you have, because let's talk about the larger context of this too. Because the Hebrew Israelite community is not operating is not operating in a vacuum, but they're operating within a larger a larger context where you have all of these other voices who are giving these false tropes about masculinity and what it is. See, a lot of the things that we consider masculine aren't masculine. We make it more com- complicated and complex than what it is. 
when you talk about uh, masculinity, all it is, very sim- simply put, is uh, the psychological and, fear- and physical characteristics and traits that denote maleness. So through masculinity, I can determine and ascertain that you're a male. That's it. That's all it is. So, for example, a beard is a masculine trait. That's all. It's a masculine trait. And conversely, when we talk about femininity, having breasts is a feminine trait. See, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just that simple, but we make it more complicated and complex because what we do is we use these terms as a form of social control and social and, and social manipulation. See, that's what that's what we do. And, you know, this also goes to harm, you know, other brothers, because if you're not living up to their toxic bullshit, they'll want to try and make it seem like like you're less than a man when no, nigga, you're diluted. So, mentally and cerebrally, you're diluted and don't even understand what you're talking about. You're using terms you don't understand what you're talking about. See, and I and, and I and I I wanted to play the clip from this old nigga, Tahar, from from the great the great millstone, you know, talking about dealing with young girls at, at the age of at the age of six, nine, twelve, but I I just couldn't find the right clip. I couldn't find it. So that's why I didn't that's why I didn't play it. But and and, and this is normal to these people. Like this is this is normal. You see what I mean? And then you know, you have because this is something you see all the time. Like people talking about what alpha male this and, and alpha male that. And, and the fact is, none of your black asses are, are alpha males because you're not in the societal alpha male position. Which is why you're sitting here telling these women that they have it better than you. You know what I'm saying? But then you want to come back and talk about you're an alpha male. And what you're using to determine your alpha male status is your ability to exploit your own woman. And then think I'm going to have respect for that. Fuck out of here, man. Like, even when you look at. You know the Bible, uh, Hebraic understanding culture. If you're going to be a, if you're going to be a judge or a ruler, you're supposed to be a just judge or a ruler, not right. sitting here looking to take advantage of somebody. So even, and then this is this is what they'll do. They'll talk about like you mentioned about getting married. Yet you ain't got no paperwork, you ain't got no courthouse, nothing is official. This just this nigga talking. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, "Wait, well, you that's the and white man." And then they'll say, "Well, it's the white mm-hmm. man stuff, right?" Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then but when you go if get you look married at the on bread, paper and make it a little when you go get married on paper and make it a little bit harder for you to leave me. Not to say you can't, but you will work mm. harder for it before you just resort to a divorce. These people right. are recycling women like newspaper. And and see what they're doing in, But in a lot the of black of this, men that, that aren't even Hebrew Israel Hebrew Israelites, they don't want to get married anyway. And if they do right. they want to Marry you, they'll say things like, "Oh, well, you know, we ain't, we ain't gotta go downtown, you know, and uh, have no white people all in our business." You know, they'll uh, make comments like that, things of that nature. And, right. And it's like, huh? Oh, well, I just don't want to. Yeah, get but then with tax time, you want to mean when <laughs> when tax time yeah. rolls around, you want them all in your business because right. you want that damn check. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? You, you want them all in your want business, money, then you. Yeah. But then when you know, but when that when a woman questions their. Uh, you know, their whether it's their loyal, loyalty that's being questioned, or mm-hmm. um, the seriousness. You know, I want to see how serious you are. Okay, you're talking like this, so now I'm asking you to go do this. Then they have fifty excuses all of a sudden. You know why? You know, no, right. they be going like yeah, this. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a piece to be record. Of paper. 
rules I have, and, I have to and get we going to be together. You know, I don't need that. And right. it's like, huh? That's, that, that's, yep. that's man thing. We don't need that baby. I take care of you. And admit when that child mm-hmm. comes, they disappear uh, with the relationship goes sour. And now you have to go to the courthouse and get this little child support for his dusty little um, nonsense, um, not working ass. And, uh, you know, and let me tell you a story, ladies. I don't know I was going to say this, but I'm going to say it. I know one no, go good woman. She has a, she was once with a, I guess, a boyfriend, whatever you want to call it. And he has a kid with her. Maybe one or two. I think it's one. And this dude had the audacity because they no longer together. So, you know, she decided, you know, she didn't want to put him onto the system with child support. But she did anyway. She up here, I mean, he up here come with a little short little letter, which he probably didn't write, obviously, to even beg or, you know, the system or the judge, either her or the system, that he was it was too much for him to pay a week time. You know how much this dude's paying for child support because this motherfucker don't work? He's paying, I think, less than a dollar or something, two mm. a week. And he said that's too much. So it makes me wonder to say, even is greater or less. These niggas, it's like this. If you're complaining about paying just a little, either if you got it or not, then obviously, you know, you should have made that decision. You should have wiped her up, stay together, and, you know, or, or better yet, if you feel you, you could raise these these kids, which most of them don't have the capacity, even the mental, and they have problems organizing stuff and stuff, then obviously the child's going to mostly go to the woman. And she's going to win always because you're not fighting. I know a few brothers right now that fought custody for their kids, and they got them. Uh, mm-hmm. The average black man today will not fight custody for the kids at all because they, they feel say, that well, my mom raised me, so, you know, she'll do a better job. Just like RBR. Did I ever tell you that, Amiri? Amiri. Yeah, um, ladies, you there? Uh, yeah, you know, and, and uh, I, I hear no, you on that. You, uh, no, 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 one thing. Well, go, what, did I ever tell you that? Did I tell you that RBR is the same bass baby making too? He a bass baby, he's baby making too. He a bastard baby maker. He never take care of none of his little children. <laughs> oh, really? A bastard baby maker. I have a huge story on that because my son's father is one. He has 21 children. Wow. Mm. Wow. Damn, you know 21 children. You know? Yes, you know, and the thing with that is uh, I didn't know really understand what was going on because, you know, he was so much more older than me. He was a, a pedophile. And, I, you know, mm. I was 18 okay. when I got pregnant. I was I had just turned 18. Fresh off of 17, mm. and he was 34. So mm. now my son is 19, but he mm. literally, my son is the baby. Everybody else is grown in their 30s, 20s. You know, they got kids. They got their own children. And, and uh, you know, I'm 37 now, so when I look back to, because I had both of my kids young. I had my son at 18. Mm-hmm. He was a, mm-hmm. He was premature. So I I got pregnant with him at 18, and since he was born at 28 weeks, I was still 18 when I had him. And I turned around and had my daughter by her dad when I was 19, going on 20. So I had my kids very young, um, way before, you know, I have the the game that I have now. Um, But, you know... It, it takes a toll. It take it. It takes a toll, emotional toll, 
on you. Mm-hmm. And when Amiri was talking about earlier on his, um, when he did a, a broadcast earlier about um, are, are black women angry or why are black women angry, um, a lot of the times I was angry because, you know, I couldn't ask my kids to ask for help because every time I asked them for help, they had 50 excuses, or they would just ignore me or tell me no, or they would just be really mm-hmm. rude. They would be really mm-hmm. rude to me because ultimately ultimately, they just didn't want me asking them for anything. Mm-hmm. So then when I would ask them for things or ask them to be a part of their kids' life or ask them, hey, can you just come pick them up and spend time with them? You don't have to give me give give, give me any money. But can you just be there for them and be, be a father and, and not just leave them um, abandoned? And they wouldn't even do that. And now my kids are 17 and 19, and they still refuse to do anything. See, they're older now, oh. so they can't say, oh, well, she won't let me, because they used to say it when, when, they, when they were right. younger. Oh, well, she won't let me. But, you know, the she won't let me thing, and that's a red flag, like, with me dating now when I hear men say, he won't let me. A lot of times they say that because they're not even trying to be a father. Mm-hmm. But they're not right. going to say that. They're just going to find a way to throw it back on the mother when a lot of the mm-hmm. times, you know, they just don't want to be bothered with their own kids. It's not that she's not letting them. It's that, that, it's, it's that you're not even trying because the underbelly of it all is that you really just don't want to be bothered with the responsibility of being a father. And you're not going to admit that to baby. anyone else and not even yourself. Oh, what's I want to piggyback on something you said. You know, you said something about us being angry or bitter, and I always try to tell men: no woman woke up one day and just said, "I hate men." Exactly. It was a process, and it starts probably when we fourteen and fifteen. It yeah, when you that fourteen and that came they approaching like, you, and you you're yeah. not even having sex or thinking about sex, but you have grown men approaching right. you at fourteen and fifteen trying to fuck you. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and they could do that if there's not, you know. Because I was 12 years old when the, um, a man first hit on me, and he had mm-hmm. to be all at 28. I mm-hmm. was 12. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, yeah, these these things are, um, you know, it's it's disheartening to hit us. But we actually have uh the other co-host Nikki Nikki in the um in the switchboard, so I'm gonna bring her on. Hey, but Mary, it goes. Hey, Nikki. Okay. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we Hi, know what we're, you know what we're discussing. Hi. These Hebrew Israelite, uh, Hebrew Israelite, you know, community exposed. Um, just talking about a lot of the misogyny, um, that you know that tends to happen here. And then the reason why I wanted to do this is because. Um, as I stated uh, before, m- much of my origin is is in um, Hebrew Israelite uh, understanding and things like that, uh, especially on Facebook. And you know, I've I've made friends with you know with individuals over this time period, many of whom are sisters. And so the other day, I had a sister contact me, beautiful young sister, and you know she's been married for about three years, um, and you know, already she done caught this guy, you know, fooling around. You ain't been married three years, but you're already out there cheating. And now it's escalated to where he's 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 began to put his hands on her. And that's why I felt it was important to, to talk about this. And and so she was just asking my advice about what she should do and, and I told her straight up, you have 
um, you have your own safety and your own daughter to think about. Um, she yeah. mentioned how that, you know, she might be, you know, maybe hesitant to call the police. And like I told her, you're not obligated to stand and get your ass beat because Period. the police might come there and, and, and put a bullet through them. I mean, as, as a man, you already understand that's the reality. So your behavior should, should reflect that. See, she's not obligated to be to be his punching bag. And then she was just telling me, because like I said, I, I go hard on these guys. You know, she was just telling me how, you know, before she really, you know, it, it, it's a negative connotation that gets assigned, uh, gets assigned to me when I do that because it'll come off as being anti-black male or being negative. But I'm just, I, what I do a lot of times is I use ridicule to make fun of these idiots. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, I only debate my equals, all others are roast. And so I know many of these individuals um, are shitty men, and I hate I hate to say it like that. Many times, the loudest men who mm-hmm. are at, who are talking about women need to be subjected, women doing this, these modern women, we need these women supposed to submit. These be the these be the worst types of men, be the worst types mm-hmm. of men asking, you know, with the loudest voices. Like I told you, I just had noise. a man try to run my life the last year from his mama's house. Tell right. him what to do from what his saying? mom. Never owned his own home. <laughs> nothing. And I said to him, mm-hmm. I said, look, have you ever even lived by yourself? Like, I've lived right. by myself. Like, how are you going to tell right. me? I'm sitting here, I'm paying all my bills, doing everything. I, and you want to come and tell me I need to ask your permission? Can I go get a $5 cup of coffee from Starbucks that oh, I wow. fucking went to work for 40 hours for? Right. Can I mm-hmm. do that? Wow. But that, but that's the mind fuck though. That's where the mind fuck coming in because you need to be obedient to you when you don't have nothing for me to be obedient to. And not to say like I'm a gold digger and, and gold digger, mm. excuse me, just because you have you ain't bringing nothing to the table but another woman's kids. That's all you can bring to yep. me. Or how they say you or or they'll say, Well, all they think a woman can bring is some used up vagina. I feel like your dick is used up too. And yeah. the whole community thing, I always <laughs> I always No, it's called community. Everybody had it. But when when you found yeah. out that sex was marriage, did you go back to all these women that you slept with and inform them that you are their husband and that you are responsible for them? <laughs> Y'all not doing that. Right, so full of shit, man. And that's no, you know, I, I just can't I, get I don't nothing like in their, can't get nothing in their name. Credit all fucked up, and what they looking for because they the it, she says <laughs> a woman can do a black woman can do better. So all you gotta do is find an insecure black woman with a good job. That's the perfect yeah. person to prey on the in this sucker. Israelite she's community. A she's mm-hmm. a she's a sucker. Yep. And then the She's brainwashing, you'll see, because I've done it. I've gotten on there before on Facebook and said all black women need a man and submission, submission is my strength. That's to, that's to get kudos from the brother. They don't believe mm-hmm. that shit. I talk to these sisters. They are None of them are happy, but they can't publicly say it because they're scared mm-hmm. of the wow. backlash. Yeah. They can't well, they say it. When you, they run your Facebook account. This nigga wanted to get put on my Capital One account that I've had since I was 18. I said, what? Wow. <laughs> Wait, the nigga that live at his mama house? Yes. Wow. Oh, man. You know, you know, let me say something. <laughs> I know ladies have to find offense to this. But huh? People, um, 
I'm gonna say this. This might be offensive to all ladies or anybody that's gonna be listening. I gotta say this. Their mother did her did, did their job, and regardless of where this man is in the life, trying to play rules these boys, even when they're little to their 18 years and whatever. Mm-hmm. That when we talk about the roles reverse, it's not gonna lie. This is an actual fact. You know that what. Is these mothers doing with these sons if they have to say raise them and do the work mm-hmm. for their development of sons so they could not only be a sensible human being but put in a position so they could exude their male or masculine energy or whatever? I just don't see it at all. The only time they might take credit is that they put, they're trying to push them to be like a millionaires, like you know, in the athletic, like sports and stuff, maybe, which is only 1%. Mm-hmm. Possibly anybody can get into that. They might take some credit off that. But in that, you know, there's, if it's not that, you know, there's if they're pampering him when he's little till he's, like, almost an adult. It's, it's sad that now mm-hmm. we find too many stories of them. Now they're fighting off other women in the community. Mm-hmm. This is very dangerous. Right. Well, that's yeah, um, let's, let's, get, let's get Nikki Nikki in because Nikki hasn't. Uh, Nikki, what's what's some of your thoughts on 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 what's being on what's being said? Well, I actually know someone right now that is experiencing um, that's in a relationship of like this. He mm-hmm. is using a religion to control her, or you know, mind fuck her, or make her feel like you know she has to do certain things and she just doesn't. And it's a dead end situation, but she continues to participate in it. So you know, yeah. I feel like they, I feel like it's ridiculous. But at the same time, I feel like as a woman, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you just gotta be up. You can't let these niggas fuck you out of your peace of mind, mm-hmm. your money, your sanity. Like we mm-hmm. gotta educate ourselves. If that means, you know what I'm saying? We a life. My is my best teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been through a lot of shit with these niggas out here. But I'm just I'm I'm on game now, and I know. Right. And you know what's crazy, sister? And I'll say this because I I do still believe in the Bible, but I don't believe it to the point where you about to beat my ass and 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 I can't leave you because I'm going to hell. I don't believe it like that. You got some women they, It's not even that that they're scared of the man. They are scared of words in a book. They are scared that right. well the Bible says if I leave him, I'm considered a whore. And what's crazy is, is I could talk to a sister in every 50, and one sister from each state in America, they're going through the same shit with these men. Excuse my language. It's the same exact story. It's like these guys found the Bible, and it's like, this is where my manhood comes from. Let me rule over you with the iron fist. I know right. a sister right yeah, now, like my she's friend, in, she's like, in California. Guy tell her, instead of him telling her he's not attracted to her, He'll tell her, oh, well, you know, my religion, I don't want to have sex. But he'll invite other women over to have sex, but just tell her, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to sleep with you because I'm practicing my religion. Well, I know a woman who just had a baby two months ago. I know a woman who just had a baby two months ago. She just had a baby two months ago. Her husband mm-hmm. said, look, polygamy is my right. Move another woman into their home with her three children. So now you got two women, your the children and him. It's like seven people in a two bedroom apartment. Now check this. The the woman who just had the baby and I won't tell anybody who she is, she has herpes. 
And her husband knows wow. he doesn't have it, right? He didn't even tell that other woman that he just moved down into their house that she's mm. infected with a, uh, a virus. It's all wow, about getting wow. their dick wet. They say, you know, that we're yeah. trying to nation build. No, the nation is built. Even the scriptures say we're like we're like the grains of sand. You can't even count us. It's so many niggas walking this earth. Right. <laughs> we don't. I don't. I don't want to be with somebody who has twenty kids. Um. And 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 as far as these camps go, it's it's like man worship. It's like brotherhood and brotherhood's weapon and you know. Bros before hoes, so they have that kind of mentality. Yeah, that's that identity yeah. politics thing I was I was um I was talking about. Um, we actually have a caller. Call. I'm gonna bring you on in in just a second. Um, but it was something uh I wanted to respond to something because what I don't want to do, I, I believe it's important to call to call these brothers out for their for their ineptitude, for their exploitation of women. Um, for their misogyny. But what I don't want to do, I don't want to talk about brothers uh, in a way that portrays them as pathological. Um, a lot of times, you know, this like, and it, it, it's this what I talked about. The social forces that cause sisters to be attracted to these types of men are the same social forces that create these types of these types of men. And so, mm-hmm. ultimately, what it's about, it's about uh, revisioning. Uh, black manhood, black womanhood, black family, because it's about creating or cultivating a better crop of young men and young women that can go on and do better than what than what we've done. You know, this you know this idea of advancement of successorship. Um, I think that's something that over the last few decades, um, we as a as a community, just a just a racial community, black people. We've lost, um, we've lost sight of. Um, call it eight zero three. Let me bring you on right quick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Caller. Yes. Yeah. Hello, Amiri, and everyone hey, on the panel. How's everyone? Is that Leona? Hi. Hi. Um, I'm calling. I have two two questions. Okay. The the okay the Israelite the Hebrew Israelite religion. Is it each sect unto its own, or are all the sects connected? That's uh, one I, question. I would like to answer that. Let her ask her. Um, well, go ahead. You answer it. Well, actually, well, let me, and I'm going to answer this because I'm still a part of religion. So there are many different sects. It's just like Christianity. You got your people who, what's some sects of Christianity? Baptist, Catholicism. Um, I would hope that everyone follows the same moral code, which don't steal, cheat, lie, kill anybody, which you don't even need the Bible to tell you that. But these, every, a lot of different people have different doctrines. Like he mentioned earlier in the call, the Tehar people, I mean, Tehar and his kids, they believe that you can have sex with a woman as soon as she gets her period. Because now she, excuse me, you can have sex with a little girl because she's not a woman. Once she gets her period, because that's whether you know her body is ready to make babies. So it's just like Christianity. Everyone's reading from the same book, different beliefs. Like you got one camp that'll say a man that doesn't work doesn't eat, right? That scripture to them might mean work meaning doing the work of the Lord. 
another camp might say work meaning no nigga you need to be filling out a W two or a ten ninety nine. So it's it's all subjective. Okay. So so there's there's no authority that can check them. I mean within their uh, own organizations, yes. But like as far as is the Lord dealing with these people, no. They can get away with murder if they want to. Nothing's gonna happen. Okay. Like even okay. if you are in these go ahead. Well see that was my next I, question. Y'all y'all okay. brought up about a woman um of uh, Miss Morgan and I wanted to know yes. what happened what happened to her and to the to the guy that did it. I mean what did his group do? Or what happened? You know. They probably need to do shit. Um, that was a group called the Israelites. I mean, they're called IUIC. Um, I'm sorry, someone was talking to me. That's called IUIC. Okay, seven six zero three. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm talking. Okay, I'm gonna text you. So, um, that was IUIC, and the guy was actually arrested. But the the IUIC has completely like disassociated themselves from that whole scenario. They released a statement saying that pretty much that man was acting on his own accord. So I've heard stories of it was um, another person in IUIC in Atlanta where he got caught with a transsexual and he shot him in the face. So I, I will say this, coming from being inside of an organization, it's been times where I've had to tell on the guy that I was dealing with, but if, if nothing really comes from that. You see what I'm saying? Nothing really comes from that right. because you got to remember, they looking at it like brotherhood. Women are replaceable. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, on top of this man walking away with $800 of my money because he needed mm-hmm. to borrow it, but that, that's another, you know, story. But no, like IUIC, whatever they did is separate, whatever IU, whoever does is separate, but to the people not in the Hebrew Israelite community, we all look bad. I'm not in I I'm not in right. nothing. But I'm I'm gonna look crazy just by saying I believe this because you got it's like how can I say this? The people in the forefront, those are the ones that make us look bad. Even the women. Exactly. Um, I was one of the mm. women who was I was actually kinda quieter, you know, but you got some women who are so vocal but they make us look like pygmies. Like it, it's a post going on right now, some Hebrew guy and it's a woman on there defending the culture, and she just she doesn't understand how invaluable she's presenting herself. But no, these people, we can literally read the same scripture in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth, and it will be a hundred different doctrines from that one line. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because I yeah. I just I was curious. So they create the sect. I guess each sect is sex is created by the man and the number of women mm-hmm. he impregnates and that becomes his sex? Is that how it works? Um, and then each no. follow their belief? Come up with what no. they're going to believe from the Bible? No. Today, like, let's just say if I was married today, me and my husband could say, you know what, we want to start our own our own camp. And you'll just have people come and join you. And sometimes it might be little conference calls. Sometimes it might be in person. But, no, it has nothing to do with I. this man and this woman came together and had children. No, it's just like if you and your neighbor wanted to start a church. Look at think of it as a church because it's just like the Christian church. You got whores. 
you got <laughs> people <clears throat> sleeping with other people's wives. It's just like the Christian church. Just like it. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, that, those yeah. are my two questions. Um, it's a, a great show. I'm learning a lot. I didn't know much about um, Hebrew Israelites. So, yes. And thank you for taking my call. And uh, I'll listen to the rest of the show. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for your call, and, and and thanks for listening. Um. Yeah, man. It's 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 a, it's a shit show. A lot of times, I, like I've had I've had communication with like a lot of those polygyny sex and a lot of the, the women and stuff like that. So I'm privy to to a lot of the things that that goes down, and that's why I've never been been supportive of that idea because I because I just understand. Uh, you know, I, I understand that that many times this is just niggas. You know what I'm saying? And niggas gonna be niggas. Right. So I already understood that. And like, and, and I, just let me be, I, be. Go ahead. I know one brother who, to my standards, mm-hmm. I think he did polygamy correct. I'm gonna tell you how he okay. did it. He went to school. Okay. He didn't date. Um, he got his career. He bought land. He built five houses. He built one for him, mm-hmm. one for his parents, and and one for each wife. They do not live together. Mm-hmm. They, they, everyone has their own, you know, separate everything, and everybody's happy. They've been together 20 okay. years. That's the only – and I'm pretty sure even they still have some issues because I do think it takes a very strong woman to be able to know that your husband is across the street sleeping with somebody else and you not tripping. Right. But for a lot of these women, mm-hmm. they're just – they're pretending. I see them in pictures, and I'm just like, I'm not about to take a picture with my husband's other wife and pretending like even the scriptures tell you not to marry sisters because jealousy will come right. from that. It tells you how we right. are jealous of other women. And they'll, and, they'll, and sometimes some of these women won't even find out about their husband having another wife until they get on Facebook. It's kind of like a Facebook club. <laughs> they don't even have the decency to tell them one sister, she's pregnant wow. at the same time as her husband's other wife and she didn't find out until she got on Facebook. He didn't even tell her. Wow. So with you, so with you knowing and being um, kind of um, into and having insight into that, why do you think that um, these women are just willingly participating in these um, low life shenanigans? Why? Why do you? Because they do not love themselves, and I say that. And I say that because it was a point in time when I didn't love myself and I couldn't recognize that, oh, no, baby girl, you better than this. I, you don't got to deal with somebody telling you shut the fuck up and why the fuck you talking while I'm talking. That's not how you talk to me. You wouldn't talk to that cracker at your job like that. Right. So that's where, that's where mm-hmm. it comes from. These women are so broken. And what they hate is they don't want you to encourage another woman. They don't want you to even have relationships with another woman because according to them women have no wisdom we have no logic we have to go through them for everything because if i'm a if i'm a strong woman like the sister who just asked me that question you're the one who said you know you had the baby by the older man i can hear yes. in your voice you strong and you ain't about to deal with no bullshit you are the type of woman they would not want around other women because exactly. you're going to encourage them to break that curse that spell that's on them these women, if you mind you, especially if you don't look that nice and you don't have, you, you don't really keep yourself up, and you get a man coming to you telling you, "I'm gonna love you forever." If you lay with me, this is forever. These women, well, hell, I already got my own place. 
you you you're gonna be my man. That's exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. That's what they signing up for. Just settling right. for anything, basically, because They're they settling. feel like you know it's better to have something or a piece of man. I've heard women say that. Right. Well, it's better to have a right. piece of man than no man at all. It's like really, you really? Mm-hmm. And I've well, so I many times with this group. Because the, because the things that they would spew, it was like, I'm not about to take care of no grown-ass man. You grown. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember yep. asking him, like, what would you do if I break my leg? Because you don't work. How the fuck would we survive? And these men are in debt. So you got to think, if you're a man and you are $100,000 in debt, and you got six women that are dumb for you, you can have that paid off in a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all it's about. Mindset. And then well, wherever you live, I could have I could have bought me a house ten years ago with my own money. Met one of these Hebrew men. He'll come to my house and say, "Oh, this is my house now. This is my house." Right. I'm the head. Because I'm, I'm the Naming man. on a deed, I'm the man. Uh, electricity bill. These niggas can't even get cell phone bills in their name. How you talking shit to me and you on your parents' plan? You can't even get your own phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, man. All right, hold on, y'all. Hold on. Uh, let me let me announce. Um, let me let me <laughs> let me announce the calling number. Five one. The calling number is five one six four one eight. Five four five seven. Um, we have a couple of callers in the queue. If you have a question or a comment, um, press one, and I will bring you on and let you have, let you make your comment or, or pose your question. Um, yeah, and see, a lot of this is, is what I already knew, man. I already understood this with a lot of these brothers, man, and that's why I, I go in on their ass because they're full of shit. Um, they're, they're they're not living up to manhood. Uh, what they want to do is they want to use this this religious pimping. Is conscious pimping. That's what a lot of this is. You know what I mean? You even got brothers using intellectual pimping. And that's, that, I, I don't mm-hmm. believe that. On a fundamental level, as a man, I believe a man is supposed to be a man. He's supposed to be a man. And 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 see, uh, like we talk about, you know, um, how sisters are attracted to confidence. But one thing I believe is that confidence is born of demonstrated ability. See, confidence without the, the the benefit of demonstration is merely hubris, and that's what you have a lot of these brothers operating from. Call it nine one six. I'm bringing you on right quick so you can ha- ask your question or, and or have, say your comment. Yeah, caller. What's up, black people? Oh, what's up, what's up uh, Nicole? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, cookie, cookie, cookie. Okay. What's going on? Excuse me. Uh, no, you know, we, we, we got to drag these ashy niggas, man. You know that. You know, you know, you know, we, you know I have a strong distaste for ashy niggas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you know what's crazy how you call them ashy, right? When another man, like Amir, I see you check these men a couple of times. The first thing they'll call right. you is gay or infeminate mm-hmm. or you this, right. you broke, you this, you that. And what kills me is they don't even have businesses. If I had an organization that had a thousand people in it and I'm getting tied from all of y'all and y'all don't even have a daycare center open up, a barbershop, right. something, nothing to help their people back out. But what they'll do is they'll get on, they'll, they'll find a homeless family 
They'll get them a hotel room for one day, post it on Facebook, look, we took care of this family because of us being homeless. No, what you going to do the day after? Right. It's smoking mirror. You're right. That's that's. That's react. That's reactionary, you know. And it's about it's about being proactive, taking proactive steps to undergird our people in in, in our communities. Because it's it's been times mm-hmm. when I've helped sisters out just in you know sporadic situations. Um, and but I'm I'm one man. I'm not an organization. Me. Right. Right. Oh, you help her? I mean, and, really? I yes. And I'm yeah. not ashamed to say that. Been behind the right. Hebrew niggas. I've had to call him here right. twice. Right. Wow. Yeah, these dudes, man, and you see that, that and see what, and that's why I, I, I take exception with a lot of things they do because it, it, it makes our communities weaker. Like, look, like we talk about how many sisters do feel unprotected, and many times they are unprotected. See, when you operate like that, what it does is, what it does is, it gives these other groups a false sense of security that it's all right to to mistreat sisters, to mistreat sisters, or treat sisters a certain type of way. You see what I mean? And mm-hmm. and so what happens? It creates this stigma that makes all makes all of us unsafe because we can do something to this woman. There's going to be no fear of reprisal. Many times, this sister is by herself doing it on her own, being self sufficient, and and living out that strong black woman caricature. So that like th- th- this is how these things these things operate. See, this is why. But I did a show a few months ago. Why why are white men so comfortable attacking? Black women attacking sisters. That's that, that's much of the reason why. Now it's a it's a it's a, a a binary situation, and and see this is why I fell out with many other sisters on Facebook and stuff like that. It's not because I've ever equivocated from what I've said in condemnation of these types of men. The problem was, uh, I think sisters too many times they validate these types of men. Like these, these and that, and that just like Dr. Wilson said, don't allow these men to to hide in your, to hide in your vagina. To hide in your womb, and she meant, and that was a double entendre because she meant it in a very uh, metaphorical and literal way. And see, that's what a lot of these, mm-hmm. these brothers do, and this is how they orient their entire conceptualization of what it means to be a man and what it and what it means to be an alpha male, when nothing could be mm-hmm. further from the truth. And just like even Nita mentioned, um, you know, nation building. Nation building is not about procreation. Nation building is about right. power. Nations are yes. nations are predicated upon power, and power is derived from production, producing. So, if if we're if you're nation building, well, then what are you what are you producing? Are you producing goods and services that you're uh, that you're selling to other groups to empower to empower your respective sects of Hebrew Israelite culture? No, what you think, mm-hmm. what what you want to conceptualize it as is you sticking your dick in all these women creating babies that you can't possibly take care of because your black ass they don't have a They can't even insure these children. They're yeah. on Medicaid. Exactly. They talk all that shit exactly. about a white man. Yeah. Talk all that shit. I'm a sister mm-hmm. that I was just in this organization with. She had, to tell, she had to tell the, the hospital she was raped so she could get benefits, so she can mm. get tennis. So she can get food stamps so because her husband is fucking a bum and can't take care right. of her, and then just got her pregnant again. Right. Oh, and they, they don't want they don't want you to, they don't want you to call them uh call them out. You, you know when they don't want you to call them out. And if you a woman, down, if you mm-hmm. a woman and you call them out, and I'm sure Nikki has is this, is this Nikki Coleman that's on the phone? Yes. 
Yes, I love you, girl. You have no idea. I've seen her. Okay. What's your name? And what they'll do is, <laughs> huh? What's your name? My name is Nita, but I changed my Hebrew name on there, and I don't want to say it because I don't know who's listening. Okay, but no I'll problem. inbox you. I know exactly who you are. Um, oh, I see them it's, it's, small, it's a small <laughs> world. <then. laughs> They're defending women. They call her, you know, you a feminist, bitch. You ain't. The first thing mm. is, if you a woman with some type of wisdom, or oh, bitch, you don't have no man. Why I don't have a man? Because I don't want to settle for this. And then if you're not right. in these organizations, you gay. It's like these tactics that they use, but they will not go down to that white man who just knocked the sister in her mouth and check him. Right. They, they right. No, they won't because they, they, they said because the Lord will protect them. They said all. Right. All, let me tell you. Let me, let me say something, ladies, and let's be honest here. What you find out today? Enough men. Now, not lot, but just enough of us that you know. Not only have fear of this opposite mate of this man, but we also have a deep fear that you know that everything is going to be taken care of by somebody else, and they don't have to work or fight nothing. That's what happened after for the last 50 years. A lot of black men, especially in civil rights, when it went all from both black men and black women, especially men, we have really become comfortable all together. So now we think there's no more fight that we have made, we have arrived. Now I can go outside the community and find another race of women to, you know, deal with my loin, my yokes, and know that they have the same problem over there. You know? Mm-hmm. So am I too? Not only they have the same problem, but the women they pick. <laughs> Let's just say it's not nice. <laughs> well, they, they, yes. um, they don't like my mouth on Facebook. They hate my damn mouth because I, I don't have time for their bullshit. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I have zero yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, they think they they think they think you know they have this sense of entitlement, and that's why I would always I would always you know say and tell them you know you're not entitled to black women. You're you are not entitled. What do you offer? They are not sister? entitled. What do you to have that. to offer? That's right. Yeah, but they they but they. There's but, a lot of black women that make like they're entitled, though. You guys, a lot of the black women that's with the their e- a constant ego, uh, you know, ego stroking black male mm-hmm. ego. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love black women. Like, I'll it's never a girl named Jonae DeSalle. Do y'all know her? Who is it? Yeah, I know, yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, she, She's a she, first black she, she puts these niggas on such a high pedestal. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's right. ridiculous. And they, they love it. Oh, the black man, we must protect him at all costs. No, you need to protect me. Hell, I'm the yeah. weaker vessel. <laughs> right. Is that what y'all say? But... But you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's funny yeah. how she'll say that. Protect, but protect from what? If we, if we as men, if we can't defend ourselves by our own race and outside others, how the hell are we gonna protect? Yeah, she, 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 mean, she means protect. Right. She means protect from accountability. That's what she means. Right. Oh, protect okay. from accountability. And, so, and, and that's like I told you. Protect from these, accountability. These dudes, they, yeah, they they talk about patriarchy, but these dudes aren't. You're not even patriarchal. What you want? You want a patriarchal double standard. And what you want is you want these women in a position where they have no they have no avenue for recourse against the bullshit. You feel like you should be able to mm-hmm. because, you're, because you're a male and because hey, you're a female. That's what it I'm really married. is. Uh-huh. I'm married. I have made a post today. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it about the U U S. What's that? I C I S U P K. Some kind of Hebrew. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I did see it. 
Right. Okay, so, you know, and I don't know if you saw DeBar or whatever his name is. He's talking about we need to rule over the woman's purse and shit and, and, and rule over her yeah. character. You know, th- this, mm. is, this is what I'm talking about with a lot of these black brothers, man. They do not hold each other accountable for their bullshit. Mm-hmm. So they're a protected class in a sense. You know what I'm saying? In one, in one, yeah. in one breath, you're telling black women you need to do this and that and the third, okay? But then you, on the other hand, when things are happening, such as rape, pedophilia, mm-hmm. um, yep. other crimes, if you will, against women and children in these camps, other brothers are not holding them accountable. And you mm-hmm. got women fleeing every damn where you can think of trying to get to safety, but yet it's still her fault. Yet she still looked at mm-hmm. as wrong because he left her so-called head covering. Do you, you, you get what I'm saying? So right. the yeah. problem I have with a lot of black brothers is y'all need to hold each other accountable. When you know these motherfuckers is over here raping kids and shit, beating on women, right? step up. Step right. up. Why are we protecting these people? For what? For, for Hebrews? Like, I mean, what are, we, what are we doing this for? You get what I'm saying? Right. There's too much abuse going on. And mm. women are feeling like shit. Women are feeling low. Mm-hmm. And when you got women who are feeling mm-hmm. low in character, anything can happen. They accept anything. Yeah. Anything will right. happen. Yeah, and, and you know what? Let me let me piggyback off that and we we're down to the last four minutes, so we're gonna be going off in a minute. But you know, every every it's it, it's a problem when like I'm gonna put it like this. I've been married, you know, nineteen years. Um and I have three daughters and I have three sons, so I, I so I always try and look at these, you know, these types of issues from a, from a dual aspect. Um, and the fact is, is that not many of our sisters today have the privilege of of a father who um, is kept up at night by the by the things that go bump in the night that you worry about, the things that could happen to your daughters. And so a lot of times when you see me going in on on, on brothers and, and a lot of this mentality that they have, that's the aspect I'm coming from. Because I don't want it for my daughter. Why would I want it for anybody else's? You see what I mean? Right. And that's mm-hmm. why I mentioned, you know, mentioned earlier, it's about cult- cultivating a better crop of, of uh, you know, of young men and young women. Um, and I think even dealing with this Hebrew-Israelite faction of it, this is why it's 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 problematic because the, the, uh, you have a lot of individuals who will take these examples out of the Bible and then try and apply them in a world today that it simply isn't conducive. You have to understand that these were primitive people living in a primitive time. Mm-hmm. See, we we've developed and evolved past that. Like even like you know we mentioned earlier the, the GMS cult talking about having sex with a girl after she's had a menstruation, and then these idiots will really believe that. You see what I mean? They'll really believe that. And then what happens? Sisters rightly develop this ambivalence to, to ambivalence to black men. See, and 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 even when we talk about leadership and 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 leading, I don't look at these things as an exercise as an exercise in force. I look at them in as an exercise in discipline, which means you set the example. You shouldn't be asking your woman to do something you're not willing to do. And if you're willing to do it, you shouldn't have to ask her because you're already doing it. See, but this is not what these brothers mean when they talk about leading a woman. What they mean in a very literal sense is exhorting 
social control over these women. See, to put them in a in an acquiescent position. That's what that that's what you mean by leading a woman. You wanna you wanna be in this dominant domineering position. See and don't under, and don't even understand, can't even negotiate mentally why that's a problem, why that's problematic. And then and then we wanna act as if sister's ambivalence to to black men on a certain level is somehow irrational. It's not rooted in reality. When they have examples in their personal lives, uh, socially, in the media, where women, where women that look just like them have been harmed by men that look just like me. See, and so I think, you know, there's there's a, a critical nexus when it comes to dealing with these issues, where uh, we have to be able to find um, common ground. And the number one uh, problem to this, which speaks to what Cookie was talking about with holding each other accountable, is what happens when the good men do nothing and say nothing out of the out of the you know out of deference to our to our identity. And I've stated this before, and nothing has changed because these things are very integral to my core of how how I view the world, what I believe in, and I'm not willing, and I'm and I'm not going to let my black male identity serve as camouflage for for niggas. You see what I'm saying? Who 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 have this type of mentality? So that's my uh, that's mm-hmm. my closing thoughts. So we have a minute left. Everybody, I'll go ahead and say what y'all got to say, and then um and then we'll be out of here. Um, this is Nita. I just want to say thank you for inviting me onto this. In fact, me and another sister, we were going to start a podcast about this whole Hebrew Israelite movement. We've both been in it for about five years now, and it's just so much that needs to be reached to these women. You know, you know. So I again thank you for uh, letting me come onto your platform to be able to discuss some of the things that I've experienced. And if you ever in the future will be having more shows about this topic, I would love to be a part of the panel. In, indeed. They know indeed. the ashiness and struggle love. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I say one thing. I don't know what you're talking about. What song? <laughs> you, know, you hear that song? They're always playing other cats on YouTube, though. Master dudes that they're playing that song. Go, broke, 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 We don't got it. Broke, 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 broke. We don't got it. I haven't heard look of it. Up, All right. Uh, it yeah, I'm going to look it up when I get a chance. Okay, uh, Vine, Shay, and, and, and Nikki, um, I'll let you guys um, go ahead and give your closing thoughts, and, and then I'll close this out. I'll let you go. All right. Well, I... Go ahead. Go ahead, cuz. No, I was saying I'll no. let you go. Oh, okay. Well, I just, I'm Nikki. I just wanted uh, to say thank I'm, y'all. You're welcome. Hello? Nikki? Yeah. Hello? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you. Uh, I had, I came on kind of late. But um, I learned a lot. I'll say that, and uh, I'm looking forward to many more. I know. Yes. Stay away from these Hebrew Israelites. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Vine, say what you have on it. Uh, am I closing? Um, 
remarks for this night's podcast is that I want to say um, I think that um, we should probably do more research as to um, figuring out what is it that is uh, driving women to um, be willing to engage in these types of situations with these types of men. Because I think once we get down to um, once we break it down to the chemical compound of why someone is doing something, then, you know, we'll be able to solve the problem and, you know, save a lot of black women and, and, and young girls um, mm-hmm. from the fuckery, you know, and the shenanigans, right. the Hebrew Israelite cult, because that's essentially what it is. It is a cult and it is mm-hmm. a non-progressive Demeaning, um, non-productive. It's just non-productive and just pointless. So I think once we really um, figure out um, why people are doing this or why the women are accepting this, um, I feel like we'll get better results. And that's my close remarks. And and thanks Um, everybody. And and I, I enjoyed everyone. And hearing everyone's viewpoint tonight, and I'm so glad that you came on when you came on, cause oh, cause I was worrying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. Um, well, that's been this that's been this week's episode of the Great Liberators Radio Show. Um, you know, we're we're just getting cranked back up and stuff like that, and you know, we have uh, many more uh, topics we want to we want to bring to the forefront and and talk about. Um, you know, in a in a practical, methodical and intelligent way. So uh wanna thank all the listeners, all the callers, Cookie, uh, Nita, y'all know what it is. Um, Chaos, Vine, Shay, Nikki, y'all know what it is, the sister cousins from around the way. Make black America great hey. again or die trying. We are out of here. Peace. Bye. Bye. Take care.